Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use your promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And on this episode, we are previewing for you this Colorado Rockies road trip. Maybe a chance to be less historically terrible? I don't know how we're framing this. Not historic. A non-historic road trip. Normally that would be fantastic. Two wins. This is the Two run wins. away from history, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Going opposite. the opposite way. Yeah. Hiding amongst the history of baseball. You always, you know, you want to hide sometimes. Uh, so, Patrick, we'll, we will get into some, uh, you know, DraftKings lines for you. Get into all that. Do a little bit of predicting and, and looking ahead here. But, but before we get into the specifics of uh, and particularly tonight's game, can no 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 we've said can we've already answered the question can the Colorado Rockies win their first road series here in Arizona we've talked about over the last couple of days why that's feasible the Rockies having played better on the road lately the Arizona Diamondbacks being generally terrible and also hurt the Di- or the Rockies now having this momentum of coming one pitch away from going unbeaten seven and0 on the homestand but Pat Patrick, do the Colorado Rockies win their first road series? No. No. Now, everything, <laughs> everything's gearing up. Look, look, I want to be an unbiased journalist because, frankly, that's what I feel I am. And everything that I've seen with this team says they will not. And everything that my fan hat, when I have my fan hat on today, I got the Bulger Collegians hat on makes me think, oh, my God, this team is is really good. And they have really good elements. They have really good parts. They play really well at times, and we know they do that at home. But when they go out on the road, expect the expected. And it's pretty much <laughs> been the exact same thing. I think they'll be more competitive. I could see them, and, and, and this is – I think this is my prediction. I could see them winning only one of three against Arizona. And you go, oh, the worst team in Major League Baseball. Well, a lot of that has to do with their own road issues. They don't have those issues at home, right? Cardinals fans, if you were on the the STL Cards podcast, do we know if that exists? If there's a DNVR sister company? (laughs) Maybe, yeah, the STLC. um, They would have said, yeah, four-game sweep, easily. Like, if you only win three, forget it. And here we go and we see – you know, what happened? The Rockies actually winning the series three games to one. And so you you take that in consideration and you go, yeah, you know what? I, they're just going to, I feel like they're still going to have those issues. Only win one out of the three against Arizona. But in true fashion, because they do seem to be getting stronger and playing better as the season goes on, I think they could take one from the Padres. And I, that's going to be my prediction. I think they will win one from the Padres. And you go, Ugh. Two and four, that's still better than what they've been playing. And they did take one from the Padres in San Diego. So wouldn't that also be an improvement? I I suggest that it is. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's really that that's fascinating, right? Because I 
yeah, and this is a great question for for chat here. And speaking of chat. Uh, I'll get into this, but Efron set me up to perfect. Efron, I believe it is, asking Patrick where you got that shirt. Patrick rocking the mile high. No, forgive me. It's Fraud City shirt from DNVR. Got it from the DNVR locker. So you can go there, check it out. And if you're not a subscriber, you should become one because if you sign up for the annual, we'll send you one for free. And there's a whole bunch of great designs in there. So do go check out the DNVR locker. Eric Weedham does a fantastic job. And, and do subscribe. Thanks for letting me uh Break into one. Yeah, of we those don't mind early, if but... you figured out the workaround about becoming a subscriber and getting your free shirt that way. I do also want to point out that there is a poll going on on Twitter right now at, at Patrick D. Lines. We'll plug that more later. And right now, a lot of Rockies fans uh, have said they are going to they are going to win this series. They're going to make progress. They're going to win two out of three. Forty two percent as of recording right now. Thirty four percent says they're going to win one out of two. So. Every it's right in that window, right? They're going to win one, or are they going to win two? And I hope, right. like like many things, I hope they prove me wrong. And so, what I want to ask the fans now here and everybody, and I, I don't know that I have an answer to this either, is is what Patrick just laid out is his prediction that they take one in Arizona and one in San Diego, or my prediction that they do finally win a road series. Um, and I and by the way, I said this before the Pittsburgh series as well. This is the second time I've predicted them to win a road series. They got their asses swept in Pittsburgh. So you know, take that for what it's worth. However, I think they get this one. I think they get two in Arizona, but then I think they get well swept by the Padres. So either way, they're coming What's out better? of a road trip with two wins, according to both of us right here, right? But what does it matter to you here in the fans they, that they just win a road series? Is that a feather? Do you care about that at all? Or would it actually be better to say, man, get one, get one in San Diego because they're the better team. Wouldn't you rather have a win over them anyway? Isn't that a better feather in your cap? Like, I don't know the answer. That is right. That's the perfect question. If they go two and four, do you want the two coming against the worst team in baseball that, again, I mean, let's face it, if you get in a conversation with a fan of, of any other franchise, it's not going to be a great conversation for you trying to defend your team. And Yeah, but we we did win a road <laughs> series is against Arizona. You're you're going to get booted out of that conversation, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it so it's, it's no win. It's, it's a no here. win. Just among us. This is just an just among us. Yeah. <laughs> so would you rather have that, right? Or would you rather take a game? From yeah. the Padres, it's the exact same record. Right. I, you know that that that's a tough call. I, I think you rather would like if you're if you're talking about power rankings or or beating a a team that's over five hundred on the road, that's worth a lot more than beating a team under five hundred on the road. Oh yeah, and you also won another game in that series. Right. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, so Nighthawks with me saying they take two in Zona, swept in San Diego. Colorado's feeling. Feeling hot, saying they're going to get two in Zona, Whoa. one in San Diego, three road wins on the same trip. A 500 this. record on yeah. the road for the series. Uh, of course, well, wait, how about was, this? We'll win them all. Win them all, Jacob. Like Rhea, positive, Jacob. positive man. All right. Yeah, great conversation, great fodder here. What What is better? There's no necessarily right answer. Right. Would you rather, and I, I think I know the answer to this, but I, I figure I'd throw it out there. Would you rather two from Arizona and then you get swept by the Padres or, well, no, or you get swept by the Diamondbacks and you win one from the Padres? It's a no-brainer. You would rather two from you, the you, you take Diamondbacks. The two wins you do take the sure. two. 
the, a win is a win uh, also, as, as Nighthawk says. There is an interesting thing that Will points up what, where we would normally, you know, especially in a more competitive season, dive into these things where you start talking and looking at the pitching matchups. On the one hand, the fact that Armand Marquez uh, is not scheduled to go against the Diamondbacks, that lessens your ability to win your first road series. On the other hand, it increases your chances to steal one from the Padres because anytime Marquez goes out there, you've increased your chances to steal a baseball game and, and win it from anybody. Uh, so that one is interesting as well. The Diamondbacks also do not yet have their pitchers listed for the second and third games, at least not in the two spots I've looked, not on the MLB app and not on this place where I usually go to look at Rocky's probable pitchers. So we've got John Gray versus Merrill Kelly tonight, which I think is a slight in favor of the Rockies, uh, though we still need to see you know, where exactly John Gray's at off the IL and all that. But still, he's he's been having a slightly better season. But then after that, a lot of guesswork. So then it's, you know, is it a good thing that you're not, that, that Sensatella and Chi-Chi are going against Arizona? If you can steal one of those games, it's a great thing because then you do have a chance to kind of have a, a really good road trip here and get one behind uh, Marquez or, again, where's Freeland at? Not sure. But he's looked pretty damn good the last couple times out. Um, we're going to learn a lot on on this road trip. I think it's going to be very informative, and they can kind of go all out because they had the off day, and they've got the light at the end of the tunnel of the All Star break out in front of them, and they can just kind of like play all out for six days. It's going to be interesting. I want to say that they have to win the first game, right? To tonight's big, but but I don't, but I don't, I don't think that. No. I don't actually think that Merrick Kelly has, has been very good this season. Yeah. And I think there's a chance, like you said, there we don't know who their starter is. Maybe Matt Peacock, maybe uh, Taylor Widener. We could see that. And you go, you lose the first game, you can still win the next two. I think, you know, this team uh, is very, uh, maybe mentally strong is, is, is probably too much to say, but uh, they persevere. They, they can persevere mentally. And just because they go out and they take a series finally uh, at home against a winning club like 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 the Cardinals or uh, at least a talented club, if you will, right? Uh, do better overall uh, through the entire uh, homestand. You go, oh man, if they lose that momentum and and they lose Tuesday night in Game One, that's going to impact them. Look, they've already been through the ringers. The only six times in thirty-seven games yeah. have they have they won on the road. Right. They lose another one. It's not like, oh man, I guess oh, maybe no. we aren't as good. Here, here's that reminder that we stay like, look, they are who they are. I think they kind of know that and accept that and go, look, we have an opportunity to rewrite the record. They've been doing it all season long. All those four game series they've improved on. I think the last two home stands, they've improved, not the win-loss record, but just how they played competitively. Yeah. And so I think that can still change you know, over the course of this road trip. And if it doesn't happen in game one, I don't think you, you write it off and say, forget it. They're, they're, they're overmatched. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I do think this one is more big. The other, I think you're right. I, I think it doesn't totally derail them because they're used to losing on the road. Like as you basically, <laughs> yeah. I think on the flip side, if they go out and win the first game of a road series behind John Gray has a really nice game. I think that gets them in a spot where they go, maybe this is the trip where we break through a little bit and don't, you know, and like we were talking about here, maybe they get to those three when they go three and three on a road trip because 
And we can dive into this conversation if you want a little bit. I see our guy Ken uh, in the comments talking about, and, and you and I had this conversation. What are they really on pace to win? 70 plus if you extrapolate their overall record. But if you take into account that they've had 11 more home games. And so if you extrapolate home and road record, it's more like 65 wins, which is really funny because you had them at 66 before the season. I had them at 70. So it's right in that range of where we had them anyway. Um, but you win three games on a road trip when you've only won six all year and you have totally obliterated your pace. Right. And so we're, we're looking at something that's very, and, and while I do think both of those things are likely to normalize a little bit, just by the nature of their stats, the fact that one is historic potentially they've been historically bad on the road and they've just been very good at home. They haven't been historically good at home. They've been very good at home. They've been one of the best teams in baseball this year at home. That'll come down a little bit, but it's not totally unsustainable. I am of the mind that six wins on the road this year is probably, they're going to do better than that. Um, it doesn't take too many wins to throw that, that pace off because of the way the math works. Right. So I, that, that's kind of why I'm, I'm kind of hyper-focused on this, this game tonight, because I think if they get it, that's their best chance to throw off that pace and get to the, the number that I predicted, which you always want them to get to the number you predicted. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And historically the gap between how they played on the road and how they played at home is, is also historic. It's right in, in, in many ways, even, even more so because only 11 teams in the history of baseball have ever had a 300% winning percentage difference uh, at home and on the road. So like that's been huge and you're right. Both of those things should normalize. They'll, they'll win less at home and they'll get better on the road. Uh, but we've been Maybe. saying that I feel like for a month, we've been saying that for a month <laughs> I was gonna say, and it, it <laughs> hasn't happened. And it, it's not as crazy to think that they can continue to play really good at home. I mean, I, I, I'm almost 10, I, I almost tend to think that no. they could continue to lose just as badly. Like, like this is a more likely, I was thinking we'd, we'd bust out maybe at some point the all-star break next week. And, and maybe now's the conversation, like what's more likely to happen that their winning percentage on the road increases more than their winning percentage at home decreases. Mm, yeah. And it's and it's a hard one to figure out partially because of their winning percentage on the road is so historically low. Right. So it's like even if they are awful on the road, that's going to be a pretty big jump, right? Exactly. Even right. if they're just like, "Ah, oh, man, the worst, you know, road winning percentage in the last decade." You'd sign up for that. It'd still get, yeah, they would yeah. still get it. That's what I said. The math is so much easier on that side yeah. of it to get there, right? Yes. Uh, so that's why it's just like, yeah, well, we'll see how that ends up going. But there's also the other part, which I always try to stress through the numbers and remember the human element of the game is that they, they you only play the games and the teams in front of you. Yeah, they've got more road games left. Do they have as many road games? Well, I think they've got roughly equal actually against the Dodgers. I'm, I'm not saying this as an argument. I'm saying those are the types of things you need to take into consideration. You know, it's a, I even talked about at the beginning of the year that they were going to get better on the road as the season went out because of how inexperienced they were. And they've been gaining, inex, they've been gaining experience. And I think we've seen that as you pointed out, it's manifested not in a ton more road wins, but in a handful more road wins and much better road play, which 
eventually should translate into a handful of road wins. And that's all we're looking for here. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I really need for them to, to kind of prove my point here. So we'll see. But um, yeah, fascinating. Let's, uh, unless you had a, a final point on that. To, well, this could be the tease is this idea that maybe July 22nd, we find out a change in personnel on the field because oh, and that's going to be a big, yeah. Well, the trade of Trevor story could shift some things. We'll think it, about it here for a second, because I, I do think we, we both at least touched on it in the off season. I don't know. I think we might've gone opposite ways, but this, just this idea that when you trade Trevor story, you're not going to be as good as you are with him. Sure. And so while wow, they've played just, they've, they've, they've played like a 100 loss team on the road. And nowhere even close to that at home, they could make up that difference, right? Whether they're 65 or 70 wins, you go, hey, that's not 100 losses. But what happens when Trevor Story goes dot, dot, dot? Yeah. Well, and that's the question why you said, you know, in any other year of his career, I would have said, well, obviously, right? And now look, as a team, as a roster, they get worse. There's no question about that. They trade Trevor Story, they get worse immediately. You hope they bring in an amalgamation of guys that can help them get better in the future. But, I mean, to put it another way, how many times has Trevor Story been draft king of the game this year? You know, that now, obviously, he's a good ball player and they, they lose that. But for this year's team, how much of their success and whatever their win, how many of their wins have been, I would say a couple on this recent homestand is when he was actually the most important. Uh, I think this most recent homestand, some big home runs, some big moments, some big clutch moments. Uh, we've talked about how his defense, and I think a lot of that is just chances, which isn't his fault, but the ball not being hit in his direction as often as, you know, he hasn't been as big a factor on defense or whatever, but I don't know that this version of the Rockies gets that much worse without Trevor Story, who by no means was like powering them through their only wins for the two first two months of the season. Like he wasn't, you know, he, he's not an all-star, right? So we're talking about, we know the caliber of player that they're losing, but we've also got to separate that from the actual production that they're taking out of their current lineup, which is a guy who's, been not quite as good as Ryan McMahon so far this year. The the production, yeah. If you look at wins above replacement production wise, it's it's a it's a, a two win player. But you you got it in there in the nick of time before the buzzer. What he brings to the team in the clubhouse, the leadership, oh, yeah. clutchiness. The that does that is that another two more you know war you know totally. whatever it may be that's what we can't measure that's been the conversation with Elias diaz this entire weekend mm -hmm. with everything right. he's finally producing statistically right. and you go oh okay now now you know people are starting to see like his value and and that potential and 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 again looking at who's available beneath him on the depth chart down in triple a and how the options maybe aren't so great yeah uh and i, and I think with how well rogers has been playing yeah. Hampson, Daza, McMahon, all of those guys in that you know helps. three quarter time. Now they're now they're gonna be playing a little bit more, and you know, we don't know how they're gonna respond. But if they if they do continue to play in the capacity that they've been, you've got a you know, you've got to like their odds of them kind of replacing that solid. to a degree, but 
we know when guys are, you know, platooned or, you know, given, you know, decent yeah. amount of off days and stuff, they could get overexposed. And yeah. I think I, I'm te- I would tend to believe that there, there will be that, unfortunately. Again, that's just part of the growth of a major leaguer that there will be more of that overexposure. And then that's where you're going to see, you know, the, the drop off. And, and it could be that, you know, they, they do play, you know, somewhat worse uh, at home and, and continue to play the way they do on the road. But until we see that, yeah, again, man, it's fun I'll, to tell, I'll tell you where I'm actually concerned about that. Uh, and, and then we will plug our sponsors here, but far more concerning. And we've talked about this before too, for me as the bullpen, because I, I do think that there's a, a potential scenario where the drop off from Trevor story to, as you put it, you know, Brendan Rogers and Garrett Hampson really, you know, while that's in the long run, a pretty big drop off, in the short run, they can sustain that for the rest of the year to be okay until whatever else happens. But they get rid of, you know, Bardo, Givens, and Estevez or something like that, and and you're like, then you're a hundred. You, you, then you're gonna, yeah. How do you, yeah? When does who do you even hand the baseball to? Then you just lose games by default. You have to. <laughs> you have to fin- like starters don't go nine innings and you have to get 27 outs. Those are the rules of baseball in order for the game to end. And it, it, yeah, so that's where I think, and it would be wise to, and ultimately that would be perfectly fine, right? To your point, running back a long way is that if that's the direction it goes, they move on from those guys and it does cost them a bunch of wins. That's a better way to do it than just going, well, walk into the season and we don't even give a shit. We're not even going to try or, or acting like they should be like benching guys and not trying in the first half before things have panned out. It's like, that's the way you do it. You trade the veterans off the team and just accept the consequences thereof. So um, I'm with you. I did going to be an interesting month. So hang with us through all that. Also hang with our sponsors. We're going to get into the DraftKings stuff in just a minute. Also very excited about our friends at ball, by the way, I actually just, so I have these giant, I think these used to be pickle jars or whatever, this big glass thing. And I drink my water out of that because we live in a dry environment. I get very dry. I need to hydrate and using a little glass doesn't work. I just realized that all of them come, if you can see on there, all of them straight from ball. I had no idea. I had these uh, for years. It's a phenomenal company. You've probably had your life in some way impacted by them without even knowing if you've got jars or glass or aluminum cans. Uh, they are the leading industry and or leading in the industry and all of that stuff you've probably had uh their products and you've probably heard that they are one of the best just members of the community colorado national global because they're reducing carbon emissions they're uh they're working on all the renewable stuff they've got a 100 rating from the initiative certification as a leader in the stewardship of aluminum while meeting the highest environmental ethical and social standards uh within the market value chain and the reason that i'm telling you about all of that is because they also treat their employees incredibly well and they're hiring right here in the golden area i can personally attest to this i've got Family, I think it's good enough to call it. Did I just do a Vin Diesel meme without realizing? Family. Uh, (laughs) It's worked for Ball for quite some time. Nothing but positive things to say. 
Uh, they treat their employees incredibly well. They tend to pay super well. Right here in Golden, they're looking uh, to fill their facilities, making 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids at 30 different facilities across the world. But the Golden Plant, regular making those 8-ounce, 12-ounce, and 24-ounce growler sizes. Pretty cool stuff. You get to work on all of that stuff. Uh, so if you're interested apply to apply for a position at the aluminum can plant text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden that's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222 and as always of course in this next whole bit is going to be brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know them, you love them. You've probably been thinking about it here. Man, it sounds like people are having fun on that DraftKings Sportsbook app. I see people tweeting about it. I hear Drew and Patrick talking about it, placing these small dollar amounts, but I've never really got into betting. I'm not really into gambling. I don't know about all that stuff, man. It's nice and easy, super fun. The, the, they make it really easy on the app to understand how to do it, to put in very small dollar amounts, low stakes things, just to have a little bit of fun with it and kind of keep a record of your best and or worst predictions, whatever it's, it's, it, we're all doing it in sports all the time. As I love to say, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, we like shooting off our opinions and we're about to shoot off a few here in just a minute. If you think you know what's going to happen, throw a few bucks down and you never know, you might actually win some real money. And even if you don't, you've made your sports watching experience a lot more fun. Uh, right now, they're hooking you up with some fun promos having to do with McGregor versus Poirier, uh, their third apparently, at UFC 264. When you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $264 when you bet on a main event fighter to win by first-round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. Let's go DNVR to turn $1 into $264 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Patrick. We've been talking about Rockies in Arizona tonight, facing the Arizona Diamondbacks, John Gray versus Merrill Kelly. And DraftKings sees this as a... Uh, Kind of a toss-up. They they, they they have the Diamondbacks favored to win, but you don't get great odds on doing that. No. <laughs> you get solid odds if you take the Rockies to win, but only by two or more runs. Yeah, so like there, there's a spread of basically one run. Yeah. So, uh, and it's crazy to say also there's a spread when it a comes – to baseball. So really it, it's more about the over under, right? Yeah. The over yeah. under is, is eight and a half, which seems like it, it could be low, but you think about what the Rockies, what they do on the road. Um, there's also, when we get to, you know, players that are going to get a hit, there are a lot of guys that are at over one and a half. You know, Ramal Tapia is one of them. Yeah. So there there's, they're basically coming out saying that there's gonna be a lot of people getting hits tonight. A lot of players getting hits tonight. Does it translate into runs? I don't know. You know, Merrill Kelly has been, you know, really solid this season. John Gray, uh, since coming back from the IL, has made two starts. First one in Milwaukee, scoreless over five innings. We saw him against Pittsburgh, six innings pitched, right? Gave up those two runs early. Settled down after that. 
was scoreless. So you got to like his odds of, you know, kind of replicating that. So it's either the, you know, the players coming through offensively getting those hits or it's the pitchers kind of shutting it down. And, uh, and the, then you get to the bullpen. Yeah. How do these two things exist simultaneously? I don't, I don't see it happening. It's so wild. I've had really great success hammering the unders on these lately. Um, just because, you know, the Rockies offense obviously doesn't tend to break out for huge run scoring totals. Even when they have a nice afternoon or something, they grab five or six runs in a day game against a pitcher who's struggling a bit at Coors. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of 10 spots this year. And so that kind of thing doesn't happen. Right. And then, it, like you said, I, I tend to think, you know, John's been good for most of the year. He's been good his last couple of starts. Uh, I like the under on this one. I, I see everything you say about how it could definitely very easily go the other way. Um, but I just, I also, when two teams are not particularly good, I tend to go with it's going to be low scoring, which is not always the way that works. Like you said, where I start getting nervous on all of these under bets that I've been placing for the last two weeks is around the seventh inning or so. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the under. I, I, I do like the under. You know, Kelly's been good his last three starts. Um, that's kind of helped his overall ERA. He's won his last three starts, in fact. But his last five starts against the Rockies, 7.06 ERA. He has oh, been boy. better at home than on the road. Uh, against the Rockies, uh, John Gray just kind of highlighted what he's done his last two starts, which has been really good. Uh, but against Arizona in his last five starts, 5.46 ERA, uh, but a little bit better uh, in, in Arizona than at home. Um, we also know Arizona doesn't have the, the fondest of memories overall for, for John Gray, but that is also that one game. It's very far in the past. He's, yeah. he's pitched there enough in the last couple of years that that's, yeah. that's, that's another, yeah, that's another dimension at this point. Totally. Uh, that the entire roster, you, none of those, none of those guys are around and, nope. and the, the handful that are uh, may not be next yeah. year. So right. uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I am more inclined to go, with the under on that, that's at minus one hundred and three, and even the over is at minus one hundred and twenty. So, DraftKings is like, really? Do we even have to give odds? You know what? What are these two? We're gonna make these odds at such that you don't really want to bet on this game at all. Right? Uh, no, but that that really just goes to show you. And again, they've uh, they've got their thing they need to do. It just goes to show you how close they really think, you know, both these teams are. That you could again make the case for Colorado to continue their momentum, you know, win this ball game, um, but also, you know, maybe not be as successful as they've continued to not be on the road. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's just a toss up. That's it. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, anyone you like to hit a home run, as everyone knows, that's one of my favorite bets. Uh, they're, they're seeing that Trevor story has come alive a little bit. So he's among the worst odds, but still, this is again, one of the things I love about the home run bet is it's still plus three fifty, So you're still making a nice little, uh, bonus on whatever bet you might make on story. David Peralta is at plus five twenty five. He rakes against the Rockies. 
Elias Diaz at plus 750, you go, <laughs> hey, are we riding the hot hand or are we not riding the hot hand? Is he right? Is he due to like, no way he hits another one? But you would have said that about the walk off. So you would have said that for four straight games. Yep. Is he going to hit a home run? You know, I, I no CJ Crone, I, I, I think, like that. has that uh, potential a little bit. I know he's on there for only getting uh, half of a hit. Um, he's at plus 375 for those home runs. Uh, I know Dom Nunez, uh, again, we've yet to see the the starting lineup, but Dom Nunez does have a home run against Merrill Kelly so far. Uh, that yeah. was in their, their first matchup back in April uh, in Colorado. So does he like, do that again? I like Will's prediction here of McMahon to hit a home run in his first game after not being named to the all-star team. Yeah. I like, I like that. And he's also due. He hadn't hit a homer in a minute. And he doesn't even have that big of a payout. He's at plus 350. Yeah, so plus again, 350, which is weird. Again, another guy that like uh, that DraftKings is saying, yeah, you know what? Not not so much. I mean, Eduardo Escobar, you know, does he do it? Does he, again, if you're if you want to write stories, does yeah. he go and hit a home run knowing he's on the trade block? Uh, and right. then immediately once he goes back into the dugout, you know, is, is told that he's traded. But are the D-backs going to trade their – they're all star. Like that's not a great look. No. Nope. Again, we know we've had those conversations about the Rockies, but until after the All Star game, duh. <laughs> Ooh, that is a weird one, right? That's a that's a very that's a very weird one. We'll we'll be watching that as well. Um, he's a nice little player. I like him. Uh, and Brendan Rodgers at plus five twenty five. Remember, he's been homering on the road. He hasn't hit a, a ton lately, so he might be due. Uh, he, he had really good at bats on the home stand, but I think he's ready to. Uh, to do, he got he got Adam Wainwright in Game One of that right, and that's the last time he hit a home run. So uh, I think that's a nice pacing of of games to home run ratio. That's another thing I'll look at. It's like oh, if it's been five or six games since a home run hitter's hit a home run, I might take him to get one. Uh, and with him doing it on the road, that's another one I might like. Could be. Yeah, he's he's been hitting really well. He went a little bit quiet um over the weekend, you know, just a tiny bit, but you know, he can't be, you know, the Rockies best player every single game. Um right. he's arguably been, you know, for the past month. So that that I, I like that prediction too. Uh, maybe he gets his hands on one. Yeah. Uh now strikeouts low in this one. Four and a half for John, who got 10 strikeouts in five innings, two, one start ago, one uh, leapfrogged one start. Is that two starts ago or is it one start removed? From, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> in Milwaukee, yeah, 10, yeah. 10 yeah, strikeouts, right. no walks. Yeah. yeah. And then even as even against Pittsburgh, he still struck out five. Yeah. So right there, they're, they're saying, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot yeah. more contact. But I would, I would hammer that over. I yeah. would definitely hammer that over. That's – uh, at minus 125 for John Gray to have over four and a half. Merrill Kelly's at five and a half. You know, he's a little bit higher. He's been kind of averaging right around six um, in his starts. And actually, historically, again, going back to his last five starts against uh, the Rockies, six strikeouts, one, five, five, five. So for that, I would I would huh? go with the with that under. And, and again, the Rockies just putting the ball in play, kind of using that model and saying – Let's see what happens. Uh, let's adjust a little bit. 
We're not going to be hitting three run home runs on the road. So you might as well just put the ball in play and see what happens. So right. don't feel as confident about that. I would definitely, I definitely take the over on John Gray a lot more so, but if you had to take, um, had to take one on Merrill Kelly, take under five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I like those breaking news here on the show. Uh, Matt Olson will participate in the home run derby. That was somebody that we highlight in our potential guys. And I talked specifically about how I wanted to see him. I've got him on my diamond dynasty team and MLB, the show big Matt Olson guy, but yeah, he's a humongous dude with a great enormity of raw power. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he can do. And I would not be at all surprised if it is Matt Olson and not Shohei Otani who hits the longest home run of the home run derby dude mashes. That'll be fun. I'm excited about that. Uh, All right. Uh, Also on the, uh, do you have any other lines? That's the wrong thing. Um, Oh, I guess to get hits, but like you said, it's a lot of these guys are over one and a half, right? Is top you get two hits tonight. CJ Crone's the only one that he's at, he's at half and he's actually one for one against Merrill Kelly and you know, and, and he's, he's been hitting pretty well on the road. You know, he did have a homer in, in Seattle uh, in a real big spot late. Yeah. You know, I kind of, kind of like the odds on that. He's, he's the only one that I have confidence with because again, you know, two hits on the road is hard to come by for the team. Yeah. Right. And, and we're saying, yeah, this guy's going to have two. So, I mean, maybe you go, maybe you go under for a lot of these guys, right? Trevor story yeah. one and a half. All right, under that's minus two forty. So you're laying out a lot of money um, on that to begin with, right? So that means for almost yeah. a um, a two to three dollar bet, you're only going to win a dollar back on that. So right. you're laying a lot out on the line. Whereas with CJ Crone, you know, it's I mean, over over a half is still minus two ten, but it's a lot easier to get there, right? You're not uh, you may not have to wait for a second at that. You could you could have your answer by the uh, the the uh, end of the top half of the second inning and go, right. all right, I've already cashed in on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. I, I, I might, I might like Croner to get a hit tonight. The one thing he does sometimes is he'll, he'll walk away from that hit. He will, he will take that damn walk right away. He will Joey Votto you out of your money for everybody. Who's ever, I bet there are a lot of people over the years who have bet on Joey Votto to get a hit because it was a really smart thing to do because he's a great hitter. And then he would go, Oh, for one with three walks, and <laughs> be like, "You son of a!" <laughs> yeah, uh, David Peralta and Christian Walker—they're both uh, also over one and a half, but they have good—they have good lines for for paying out. Peralta uh, and Christian Walker at plus one ninety-five. Same thing with Eduardo Escobar. Uh, remember that over on Peralta—he's getting two, three, maybe four hits tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's got a nine eighty-seven. OPS against Gray in his career. Oh, just against uh, Gray. Uh, he's three. He's he's three for nine against him so far this year. Yeah. So that's three thirty three batting average. Was three yeah. for five last year in twenty nineteen. One for three. So, you know, he's usually chipping in with a couple of hits. I think that's why you see his line as high as it is. And the same thing with, you know, Christian Walker nine oh eight, um, OPS against John Gray. Uh, not quite as many at bats and about half as many at bats, um, but still, you know, Everybody's a decent player. Peralta's Peralta's the one that you want yeah. on the over on that. And again, really good payout, yeah. plus one ninety five, way better than CJ Crone. Yeah. Hey, look, if you've got a 
endure when David Peralta plays against the Colorado Rockies because you know if you've watched him, you've seen him do it. You might as well make a little money on it. You might as well hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and be like, I know what this guy's going to do to my team. We should have done that when Goldschmidt was in town. Like, he's going to get hits. Like, just, he didn't have any – well, he didn't know he had the one big – he had a like, two-run home run in one of the games that made it. Take the over on Paul Goldschmidt when he's at Coors Field, just always, and take, take the over on David Peralta against the Rockies. There's one curious one. It's Josh Rojas, who you might even make the case he could have been the the D-backs uh, lone all-star, you know, shortstop. So he, he might be taking a spot over over Trevor Story. We'll, we'll see what happens for that. Hopefully if there is a situation where Escobar gets <laughs> traded, even if it's in the NL, he's not going to be wearing D-backs, right? Like that, oh, that happened. Look it up. Jeff Shaw going from yeah. the Reds to the Dodgers. That's – that's a thing that has happened before. And again, yeah. look, if you're if you're making a business move or you're thinking about the future, you're gonna do that. It's not a good look for PR. People will get over it. So, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, Josh Rojas 0 for 5 with three strikeouts against John Gray. DraftKings says over under one and a half hits. He hasn't even gotten one hit, but DraftKings is saying, is he gonna get, get two? Hey Josh, let's get one hit first yeah. before anything else. So if you yeah. want the under on that, that's minus two sixty-five. But if you like the over, plus one ninety-five. There's one again. And then some of these bets, maybe these are ones that you make when you're hanging out at the DNVR bar and you're you're doing it offline, making a friendly bet for a Breck Brew, whatever it might be. Again, you, you've got the edge here, knowing that Rojas over five three Ks. You're lucky if you get one kid. Come on. Come on, let's, let's adjust those expectations just a little bit. Uh, all right, hey, speaking of expectations, you can expect to be taken care of absolutely fantastically by our friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. You got any questions about loans or the market, trying to buy a house, trying to sell a house? It can be stressful, man. Trust me, I know it can be really challenging and you shouldn't go through it on our on your own. You should check in with Mike and Virginia Chevalier. They will take the burden of this extremely difficult process totally off your shoulders. They will work with you, make it actually even potentially fun for buying and refinancing and any of those kinds of things you got to go through. They've got this great deal for DNVR listeners. Visit dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. But most importantly, when you do, you'll get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options, a free consultation at dnvrmortgage.com. They're proud DNVR members, CSU alum. They work hard on, you know, making sure that everybody is treated like I'm doing the Vin Diesel again, family. Uh, they, it just, they treat you well. They make the process a lot better. Do check them out. Like we said, you can go to dnvrmortgage.com today, or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or Mike at 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS, number 1931006, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS, number 1910631. And who are our other friends of the day? Our friends over at Solace Meds. You got some of the best herb anywhere in town over at Solace Meds. They have fantastic deals. I hope you guys didn't miss out on that 4th of July sale. That was absolutely wild, but they've got fantastic stuff, all different kinds of things where you're looking for some edibles, some drinks, some resin cartridges, gummies, obviously your t- standard flower stuff, 
pre-rolls and they've got deals constantly on all that stuff changing all the time locations in fort collins wheat ridge one on broadway and just blocks away from the dnvr bar on east colfax and if you head to the wheat ridge location you get a free solace bar or king cone when you mention the code dnvr20 which otherwise gets you 20 percent off and all the stuff that you get in there and then again at wheat ridge that'll also get you a free solace bar or king cone that's code dnvr20 our friend solace meds check them out s-o-l-a-c-e meds.com what got a bigger excitement out of you, Drew? Bud Black being named to the all-star mm-hmm. coaching staff, which we had expected. Sure. We knew he'd be their secret second uh, representative. Or were you more excited over another round of awful MLB caps? Oh, man. What? Which was more exciting? More, okay. <laughs> So I don't get like, or, 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 or what got your blood flowing more, what, right? Like what's a more generic way of saying what made you feel something more? What's hilarious is it was the stupid hat thing. And it, because, because like you said, and, and this is maybe in a, a little self-reflective moment for me of, of what I've come to take for granted in this job, because yeah, I've, you know, I like you said, expected Bud Black to be there. Actually, I, I knew a couple of days ago for sure Bud Black was going to be there. And so, and it's nice for him and he's had a nice career. And I'm like, you know what? And in any other time in my life, I would have been like, that's awesome. I care about that. I care about him. It's a very good thing. I don't care at all about hats. You've heard me say a million times on this podcast. I don't know anything about uniforms or graphic design or colors or what. But what are those? More badness. Is this the year of this? Is that what this is? is? Did I get? Did I miss a memo where 2021 is just the year where it's like we're going to put terrible graphic design on everything? <laughs> well, I think, and and this is only coming to me right now. Like you know, there's a a, a renaissance of of 90s style, right? And from the 1990s and you know with with overalls and maybe some tie dyes, like anything that was kind of even grunge look right from the early to mid nineties. And I sort of feel like these caps are more like late nineties. Like basically let's come up with a, let's put out a hat that Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit would have worn. And I feel like this is a, a kind of a template for that, but it, it doesn't fit. Like not everything from the nineties needs to come back. Not <laughs> like one of those styles. Like there, there were caps. If you even remember that it had um, Japanese writing on it and it would be each team with japanese writing or even um yiddish uh writing on it and and those were of the time and they were great at that time like i was i was interested by those but now being a little bit older being at 2021 you can see here if you're watching live on youtube one of the reasons why you always got to make sure you hit the uh, subscribe button for us uh you can see the red basocks and uh you know the philpies because they just got all of these weird Phil pies. The Yanny Keys. Yankees. What? Because you got Y A N with the N Y in the middle interlocking and then keys. So it's the Yanny Keys and the Phil Pies. I don't I don't know. I, I don't do know. not understand how this stuff gets through what I assume is multiple rounds of 
conversation with people who are paid to design things. I I do not understand how this happens. Uh, and I'm glad you showed that too, because what happened with the area code caps is they they you know MLB and New Era tried to kind of scrub that from the internet, but we've got we've got a record now. We've got a record of this, so we'll always have this edition on YouTube in case that tries to get you know they try to scrub that. Someone I saw you know uh, tinkered even with the uh, the colors, and they said, "All right, hey, give us the Colorado State flag with the red, white, blue, and and yellow and." That actually was better, yeah. uh, but it was still, you know, somewhat of an abomination. But but it was an improvement. So, you know, kudos to that person. I'll tell you what, yeah, Bud Black, I, you know, that didn't get my blood going and, and circulating because we had expected for so long. But what did in the same press release uh, that did get me excited was head trainer Keith Duggar uh, will also be a part of the NL team. Uh, director of physical performance Gabe Bauer is joining the staff. And then another cool thing, people that we circulate with, a lot more is Dave Anspar is going to be the official score for the game and Jillian Geeb, who just recently became, um, yeah, depending on who you ask, the third or fourth woman to ever be an official scorer. So she's going to keep score at the, the, uh, serious XM all-star futures game on Sunday. So it's, it's great that again, as the baseball world descends upon Denver, uh, you know, a lot of people in this, this community and, uh, that are doing some some amazing things in Colorado for baseball that aren't exactly the guys you see on the field that they're getting their plaudits too and and they're they're taking part in this you know um, MLB and and worldwide event really yeah yeah that's that's really cool I'm glad you highlighted all that stuff and I'm pretty sure um, I'd have to double check I would be shocked if do if Keith Duggar hadn't been there before I I would doubt this was his first all-star game, but I don't know. Well, 2008, how right? 2008. And, uh, yeah. Well, sure. Right. Um, and then, cause he, yeah, he's been with the team forever. Um, out there. So he's still checking on Matt Holiday's chin, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, but it's like, like, like it's not important when a guy's a, a fourth time all-star, like it's still like it's going to the all-star game, getting to be there for all of it. It's a big deal. Uh, and that's, that's really cool. So I'm glad you highlighted all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. This is actually coincidentally the fourth time that Bud Black's been, you know, on on the coaching staff, and um, I, I do feel a little bit bad for Dave Martinez, who uh, manager of the Nationals, won the World Series in two thousand nineteen. Oh yeah, there was no All Star game in twenty twenty, so he never got to manage, and he's now at this point not going to be a part of that coaching staff. I don't know if that's something that may change. We'll wait and see, but you know, it could could go down in history as a guy who won the World Series but yet didn't come back to to match because I think even Tony Larusa, if I'm not uh, mistaken, he won the World Series, retired, but then I think he still came back. He still to came back. To yeah, I believe I so. Story. That sounds familiar to me. So, yeah, unless we just Mandela affected that into existence, I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Will makes a great point too that those hats do look like they were designed by the deep stream AI generator. <laughs> if you guys have seen that thing, uh, the, and someone just used it to search for MLB teams, and it's just a deep dream like impression of what that team is or whatever. It's just like it just vomited their general concept onto the front of the hat. <laughs> it's like what in what in the world? Yeah, I don't. Again, I think I wingdings. Somebody who, they could have just used wingdings, and I think that might have even been 
slightly better or, or some kind of, or some kind of, you know, autocorrect. Like I, I remember the first time encountering autocorrect when I was a kid in typing class and typing in Scotty Pippen and autocorrect says, ah, you mean pig pen. And I go, okay, this is fun. That, you've got me hooked autocorrect. This is a good suggestion. I like this. Let's play with that. See what you're doing. I, I don't know what, what Rockies would have been corrected to, but uh, that could be a fun game. Man. Yeah. Um, somebody had them auto-corrected to. Okay. Thank you. you oh, Kristen's on a first name basis with Tony. I noticed <laughs> Tony managed. The, TLR. Love it. Love it. Um, and, well, yeah. So I, and I appreciate actually more. Thank you for, for confirming that for us, but um Oh shoot! Now I lost the point I was going to make. Got got all into that that Tony LaRusso. Awful movie. hats, yeah. gear, slapping a logo on everything to sell. Oh yeah, nice. Just just again as the person who has no no background in this whatsoever, and for the most part doesn't bat an eye when people are wearing things or clashing or whatever. Like I'm, but you see stuff like this and you just are totally befuddled by it. Like again, I yeah. I don't know how, because it's not just like one person made it and put it out there and it's like, oh, this kind of sucks. And then, then I would feel bad. But like this was a whole bunch of people got together <laughs> and decided to, to make these. It's very choogy. I'll say that. I, I'm yeah. sure that word is being thrown around. It's very choogy, if you will. And it's, yeah, it's not not a great look. But hey, you know what? If, if they find out that people are going to be interested and buy that, you, you never know. Because again... These, these caps, they're not even necessarily for baseball fans, right? Because we see, again, if it, if it right. looks good, if just the style, whatever it is, it's, it's what it represents, then people are going to buy it. People are going to wear it. And they're like, hey, it's, it's, it's my city, or I like the colors, and it's kind of loud in that capacity. Hey, that's who I am, colorful, loud person. I'm going to go out and get those. And we'll see. Yeah. Or you check back in in December and they will be on the MLB shop at a severe discount. Wildly innocent nails it. This is meetings were held. We assume. <laughs> I, could have been a lot. It could have been a Zoom meeting with just, just blackness in someone's name and not really paying attention for that to, to go down. Did you show these to anybody? I don't know. Yeah. Caps really bad. But, uh, yeah, as we talked about, Stephen getting in a little bit late, but also throwing in with the prediction the Rockies get two in the desert, maybe one in San Diego. We're going to find out. We're going to see. We're going to be watching all the games. We'll be reporting to you, obviously. We'll be gearing up for All-Star Week and uh, all the things that are going on there in uh, Home Run Derby, the draft. I don't know that we're going to have extensive coverage of the celebrity softball game, but I'm, we might. We, You tell us. You tell us what you would like to see. Because here at DNVR, you're a part of the, one last time, Vin Diesel, the family. And I don't know. I've I've seen some clips on Instagram. Quavo in the batting cage. He's really bringing his A game. Uh, his stylized cleats looking pretty much on, on point. Noah yeah. Beck. Don't sleep on Noah Beck. No yeah. relation to Glenn. I know that's what you're thinking. No, different guy altogether. The only Beck I know just simply goes by Beck. Yeah. The Miz will be there. So if there's any opportunity to talk to anyone at the softball game, I mean, besides Vinny and Larry Walker, 
will sure. will be there. And and there's they still haven't rounded out the team entirely. They only uh, announced the incredibly famous people Stay like Dickie and Metcalf. But yeah, we'll 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 see who we talk to. But the Miz is at the top of our list. Yeah. The Miz is that'd be, be fun. So, but let us know the the stuff around the All Star Week that uh, you're most interested. But there are a lot of people in the Discord sharing like what they're going to, which events they're going to be at. Some people have got tickets. Um, yeah, you know, selling some tickets at a totally fair price rather than getting way marked up on these ridiculous sites out there. Or whatever. One of the great reasons to subscribe, become a member. Uh, and then that way people going to games together, figuring out like carpooling situations, stuff like that. Cause it's going to be wild. Now. You're going to need a plan. For- there's, and there's even been new events like today there. We found out there's uh there's actually going to be like a high school all American game. So everyone that's talking about Elijah green going number one overall next year, he's going to be at Coors field. Yang. Yeah. He's going to be there. Like there's just a lot of fun stuff uh, to do. So come hang out with us, subscribe to the dnvr.com. So you don't miss out on any of that stuff. And that uh, you get to hang out in our Discord channel. You get discounts on all kinds of stuff. You get bigger beer down at the DNVR bar. And you just get to be a member of family. And, of course, I'm not, I'm not I'll stop out. I'm just doing it today, I promise. <laughs> uh, make sure that you're following everybody, of course, on social media, at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at Michaela E. Perkins. Don't forget, she'll be back before too long, getting a much-deserved uh, week away here. And at DNVR underscore Rockies. It's going to be a wild week leading up to the all-star break. And it's not going to be anything like a break for us. We're going to be going right through it. We're going to be down there. We're going to be covering the draft. We're going to be covering the game. going to be covering the home run derby. We're going to be at the DNVR bar a lot. We have a very, very special fun guest, or guests, I should say. Uh, that I'm not 100% sure we're announcing here just yet. We might be doing this with graphics team and and on social media. I think we're planning it out, so I won't say exactly who, but I will tell you on that Sunday before the All-Star game, you might want to block out some time to come down to the DNVR bar or at least make sure that you're catching us live that evening because it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Be prepared for all of that. Other than that, we can only ask that you keep being absolutely the best baseball fans out there. We'll keep being absolutely the best Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you. Ballpark.